0: Welcome to Pressing Buttons, a podcast about video games. In today's episode, we recap PlayStation's January 2024 state of play, and we also talk about Xbox's first-party distribution strategy. Enjoy the show! Hello, and welcome to Pressing Buttons. I'm Hugo. I'm Nick. Another great week, another great episode coming at you, now being live-streamed and broadcasted across YouTube and Twitch. Shout-outs to... Uh, I think Keezy's is the only one that we know for sure is watching. So shout out to Keezy on a Monday afternoon at almost 3 p.m. watching the live stream. That's the dedication we love. Uh, and if you're not here, it's we know we know you're still dedicated and you love us. You just can't be here. And also, it's Monday at three o'clock. Uh, yeah, I would <laughs> expect
1: almost no one to to watch this, but yeah. you know, o- only the most faithful.
0: Yeah, but we got a little bit busy yesterday, uh, and also tiredness and dogs everywhere uh that we're not tired oh my god don't even yeah so that's don't why, even get me started that's why we're recording now um uh on monday um as soon as the episode's done nick is gonna edit the video and he's gonna upload it um right away yeah uh edit in quotes because we don't really edit <laughs> um and it'll be up in an hour but you know, also the, the live stream is on, on VOD, so that's pretty cool too uh, And then the audio, I'll, I'll put it up As soon as I can, because I do a little bit more Work than Nick, if we're being honest With the audio stuff That was a dig okay, at you Okay, you can, you, can, you can believe that Yeah, that, I do I put music, that was a dig at you I don't know, I, I want to throw that in there
1: Where did that music come from? your wife but okay
0: <laughs> but yeah uh thanks again everybody for joining us for the live stream and for everybody that watches um the show and also listens to the show so you know we're still rocking we're still rocking uh, uh like I was saying earlier right before episode 93 super excited we're going to be talking some PlayStation stuff and some Microsoft stuff uh and we're super excited for episode 100 which every time I say it it feels so far away but you know we're going to celebrate it with some balloons and streamers and stuff or maybe not as much. It depends on the budget. We're going with like a ten dollar budget to go to BJ's
1: or a dollar store. Or something. No, I'm not, not, we're not going to BJ's. We're going to you go to Party City. That's where you get all that stuff. All right, Party City. Or, or I think Dollar General. Yeah, we'll find something. We're oh, on a we on a dollar we on Dominican a Dollar General budget. There's Dominican
0: shops around here. They always got like random shit, and you're like, oh, this is here. All right, I'll get it. So we could do that too. Cake, cakes, and balloons. Cakes like and what balloons. What more do you need? Yeah get some tres leches if you know what I mean (laughs) uh all right let's let's start the episode um we just want to mainly recap uh the Sony's state of play that they just did last week um a lot of good games shown off a lot of good footage shown off we really enjoyed it um so we're just going to kind of recap that and then we'll have the the Microsoft news that we wanted to touch on at the end um so let's start right off with uh hell divers 2 which is releasing in a couple days uh february 8th um show a quick snippet of video quick gameplay um sony has been really marketing this uh because it's a pc and playstation exclusive so pretty look looking pretty good um we're super excited i think you know well i can say that for both of us but i think we're super excited and it's mostly because of the aspect of being able to play together obviously we're always looking for multiplayer games to play um, and we've talked about this in in uh previous episodes where this is one of the ones we've been looking at uh for a long time and i played the original one where it was more of a top-down one and it it, it was a fun good time uh it reminded me of uh road nation or something like that I forgot Uh, Zombie Nation I forget the name of it but it was like a zombie one that they also had and this one's more uh, uh, third person action but it it looks to still be fun Um, something that you could just quickly jump in and play with your friends and and have a good time Um, I know you maybe not as as excited but do you see this as like a potential one to to jump in and play with
1: on game night yeah yeah no I think it's a good game night candidate Uh, and I think it'll be similar to uh, Remnant 2 where the game was kinda on my radar, it came out, you really enjoyed it. It got a lot of good, you know, I think it got a lot of good buzz at launch. Uh so that compelled me to buy it. And, you know, we played that game quite a bit together. So I feel like that, we're never gonna finish that Whoa. game. But we did we did play it a lot. Uh so I feel like there's a similar, you know, that's that's kinda how I'm approaching it where I think Helldivers two could be 2024 is remnant experience for us. Oh yeah, and and yeah.
0: definitely because it's it's so easy to pick up and put down. Like, we we won't feel bad when we abandon it at some point. <laughs> um, all right, next game is Stellar Blade, which surprisingly got a release date April 26. Super excited about this one. This game looks amazing. Uh, we've talked about it for a long time. It was showcased uh, in one of the state of plays last year. It's uh, made by a Korean studio am i am i right on that one or chinese correct yeah this one's yeah shift up i believe it's korean um and it just looks amazing definitely uh it it's it gave me a very near near vibe uh which i enjoyed near uh enjoyed the combat on that um the character models are really great the enemies look really great i'm super excited um and it's it's a new wave of these uh korean and chinese studios um that are making games for playstation exclusive for playstation um big driving force along the lines of also like wukong um so i'm super excited for this one uh definitely i think i'm I'm gonna pick this up day one um love me some single player action games um did you enjoy day one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I
1: thought it looked great. I think going into the state of play, all I was really asking for was a deeper look into Stellar Blade and Dust Training 2. And that's that's what we got. So That's what we'll got. get in yeah, we'll get into it, you know, when we recap the overall show. But uh, yeah, what we saw definitely check check the box for me. Um I think it Continues to look great. I think the fact that Sony stepped in and did some sort of publishing arrangement with, with, the, with the studio kind of tells you a lot about what they think about the quality of the game. Uh, so that was a good signal for me to get excited about it. And the release date, I thought, was much sooner. I guess we like really had no idea. I think they yeah. just kind of said 2024, but April feels pretty soon. Pretty, pretty. Similar. I hope I'm done. I hope I'm done with all these other games. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy,
0: the, Dragon's Dogma. Those are long, long ones.
1: Yeah, and we'll get to it in closing thoughts. But I'm like five percent through Infinite Wealth, <laughs> and fun. then there's also Grand Blue, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. So it's just q ones is it's a it's a great problem to have, but it's just so so busy, and I feel like it's gonna spill over into into Q2 uh but there's also like not too much we know about for q2 in terms of like other heavy hitters only my real plan was uh spooling up final fantasy 14 in anticipation of the next expansion launching in the summer yeah so so i think so it's like i don't like i if it wasn't for just being so busy I, i think this would be a day one for me but because it's such a crowded like just I have such limited time to play games. I wouldn't be surprised if I end up buying it later. We'll see. Uh, but it did, I did. I thought it looked great.
0: Well, I only say that because I have no baby and I have no dogs, so I just game a lot. So you have a cat. Yeah. Well, you know the cat. The cat counts for something. Yeah, but he leaves me alone when I game mostly. So, <laughs> so I I do spend more time. That's why I I think uh, day one for me is is a. Uh, a very very optimal choice uh, especially if it gets good reviews but i think from what i saw i i liked it anyways and i've gotten way worse games and still enjoyed them uh i will say like atlas fallen last year was one where i was like i'll buy a day one and it wasn't the greatest
1: but i had a good time i think the only risk of buying a day one is if the game ends up being insanely short or, or something like that like that's the only yeah, that would suck. thing that could happen where it's like okay like maybe i don't want to pay full price day one for this eight hour game but
0: i agree um, other I, haven't than that, into that I feel like it's what's that I, I agree but i haven't run into that so it's, it's a good thing at least for me so far yeah uh all right next game is sonic shadow generations well sonic's X Shadow Generations, but we don't mention the X. I don't know why I mentioned the X. Anyways, Autumn twenty twenty four, and I don't think we have much to say about this because, as we said on the live stream, we weren't really big uh, Sonic people, even though Nick got a Sega before he got a no a no no. He,
1: I, my my quick Sonic thing is, you know, as a kid, I fell into the trap of Sega's marketing of of Genesis being this like edgy, cool system uh so i had a genesis before i had a super nintendo and i don't know if i played like every sonic game but i played a lot of the the sonic games on that system and uh i think i yeah i skipped saturn i got a dreamcast you know so that's the sonic adventure games and all that so so i I would i would play like a lot of the flagship sonic titles just because like that was you know, those are those are the big games that generally launched. You know, with the systems, and then like if you play those games now, you're like, these these games are garbage. I mean, <laughs> like, that's a, that's like a bit this, far. That's a bit far. Th- these games are tra- like, so you can play you can play a Super Mario World today, and you're like, holy shit, like this game's fucking incredible. If you try to play the first Sonic game, you're like, "This sucks! Like this is like yeah. not a great game." But
0: everybody loved that so, Sonic game that came out like a couple of years back, where it was, it kind of had the aesthetic of the old ones, but just with better graphics. Everybody, enjoyed yeah, that yeah. You were, yeah. That's that's a bit harsh.
1: Sega, we're sorry. No. I, I gotta not, apologize. Not, I mean that's just that's just that's one man's opinion. All right. I feel like there's there's that game. You know, design doesn't really hold up particularly well. No, uh, I agree. In fairness, I haven't. I think because of that, like I, you know, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I played the games as a kid. I enjoyed them. Years later, nostalgia kicks in. You're like, oh, I'm a, let me play these like old Sonic games, and you play them. And you're like, okay, these aren't. These actually aren't particularly fun. Uh, so because of that, I really haven't messed around with the more recent attempts at the 2d sonic formula i'm sure they're better but i'm just kind of like not not super interested in that so all right those are those are a a very a very long-winded uh probably more than you asked for in terms of feedback on this game yeah all right well that was a very long answer for me to say i'm not interested in this game yeah
0: well you know if you guys are interested Go watch some Sonic stuff. Uh, all right, next one is Zenless Zone Zero. Another trailer um, for this mm-hmm. one. Uh, late twenty twenty four release. No, no, exact date. Um, it looks good. We're still kind of semi interested in it. Um, I think I just want to play as the Wolfman, and I think Nick wants to play as the Bear Man. Uh, so I'm on, I'm on team Bear. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another game made by the Honkai Star Rail people, and and uh, what's the other one? Genshin? Genshin impact people So uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be addictive And hopefully it's not too gotcha So yeah, you know, on that
1: That is do you actually hope that Yeah because I don't want to be gotcha. That's not I mean because that's not going to happen I don't want to be gotcha You know you're I gonna hate to so much You're going to get gotcha you're so go, of, you're gonna get Oh damn it There's gotcha and infinite wealth yeah, I know you put that But it's in, like but um, it's like parody gotcha. Okay. All right, that's not bad. So it's, well, it's yeah, it's well. like funny.
0: <laughs> All right. Next game is Foam Stars, aka not Splatoon. This one's releasing uh, <laughs> tomorrow Is that that should be Foam Stars <laughs> colon yeah. AKA not, not Splatoon? Yeah. Um, this one's releasing tomorrow, February sixth on Playstation Plus. Um, I know there was a bit of a beta bit ago, and obviously Splatoon being how fun it is, and people enjoying that. This one's also getting good, you know, feedback. I think a lot of people have enjoyed what they played. They just can't really shake the not Splatoon, uh, uh stuff. So that's kind of funny. Um, they, I know, I know they're trying to, uh, kind of market themselves as opposite of that, more mature, or like better graphics, not kitty stuff, not squid stuff but you know it's hard to kind of step away from it but if the game's good enough people will play it so i don't think they have any any worries uh it is free on playstation plus
1: so i'm definitely gonna play it um what about you well you i could i could see this being a a game night like you know it's not gonna be everyone because not everyone has a ps5 but uh i could i could see there being like playing around with it i've heard it's fun so yeah it's just like like i just really I just really didn't enjoy Splatoon at all. Oh, Okay, because that was going to be uh, my question. Did you <laughs> did you like Splatoon? I think I bought it. Like I like I can't remember. Um, I think I own the first one.
0: It's your habit of or buying things. At least things. I played the demo. It's your it, it's your yeah. ha- habit of buying things and supporting the market, but not really enjoying the things you buy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, it just it just wasn't for me. Like it's like kind of this like gimmicky thing and i think it just gets boring after like five minutes and i just didn't really enjoy the whole like ink ink mechanic uh and yeah that's it so all right um the next couple ones we're kind of i feel like we could kind
0: of go over quickly because it's not too much uh we got dave the diver uh that's finally going to be on uh playstation with godzilla dlc this one's april 2024 Dave the Diver, good indie game. Um, I think it won a couple awards during the awards season, so props on that. Uh, we have V Rising, uh, which is also going to be out in 2024. This one got released on PC last year. A lot of people enjoyed it. I know a lot of streamers were, um, were playing it. It's basically like you're a vampire, but also you can build your vampire castle and do vampire shit uh it looked fun uh not my cup of tea but you know now it's gonna be on playstation um we have silent hill short message uh which was it looked like a um a pt like everything these days whenever they show these type of games there's always like a pt um for those unfamiliar was this uh showcase that uh, kojima did before it got canceled um about a horror game so uh that one's available now um i haven't gotten a chance to play it but i i feel like one it's free and two uh if it's a free experience that's short, I, I wouldn't mind getting into it and, and seeing it. Um, then they also showed some footage for the Silent Hill 2 remake, which is in development. It looks really good, obviously, um, with a lot of the successes of of the remakes and the remasters for a lot of these games. Um, it's always good to see, um, especially if you're a big fan of the series. Uh, I never really played them, so this is something that interests me to a certain extent, because uh, not having played them, I, I feel like... If it's good enough, I, this is where I, I take a crack at it. Um, any thoughts on these four things? No. Uh, <laughs>
1: sure I would say maybe maybe on on Silent Hill, too. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this. I never I never played I don't think I played the Silent Hill games, but I am I do love the music, so that would be potentially one draw. For me to check out Simon Hill too, uh, I, I actually didn't like. I guess I just have like too high expectations. But I feel like the recent, like the recent Resident Evil remakes, are like so incredible. I feel like this actually like doesn't look that good. Yeah, uh, I mean it. So it looks it's it, it looks a pretty budget. It looks it looks pretty budget. Um, so
0: also, yeah, no, like said, so. you can't beat that already Engine. It's one of the one of the best. So.
1: But I, I feel like that's the that's the measuring stick, whether you know they like it or not. I think that's just kind of what what fans of the genre have become accustomed to because Capcom's done such a good job with that. So you know, glad it exists. Maybe it you know gets a whole new audience for Silent Hill, and maybe the next game can be you know big, bigger and better. But I thought this looked pretty pretty rough. Yeah, we'll see.
0: We'll see if it's worthy whenever it releases. Um, Next, you had a big, big trailer for Judas. And this is the uh, new game by Ken uh, Levine's new studio. Uh, Obviously, the um, game director for Bioshock uh, 1. I don't think he directed 2. And I know, yeah, he didn't do 2. But he did do uh, also Bioshock Infinite. And um, if you saw this trailer, uh, it's basically Bioshock in space. Uh, But it looked really good. it looked amazing uh the powers or whatever that you're able to get um looked really good and it's you you could tell from the trailer obviously it's got that type of story of, of bioshock where it's like some weird shits going on and it's going to be morally ambiguous so we'll see what what's going on but um excited for this one um they didn't really have a date it, they just said in development but it's something uh that ever since it got announced uh it's something that's been on everybody's radar i think and i think just seeing more footage of it definitely uh, appeased a lot of people what do you think of this one
1: uh i i liked what i saw it's kind of funny but it's exactly Bioshock and space. Uh, So that's certainly the aesthetic and the feel. Uh, And yeah, I think I'm, I'm just excited. I know when Bioshock infinite came out, I think it was generally positive, but you know, maybe it was a bit of a polarizing game. Uh, I was in the camp of, I really enjoyed it. Um, You know, it wasn't necessarily the best shooter game, but I just, I like the world and the storytelling and, you know, the ending I thought was cool. I know not everyone loved that, but, um, so yeah, I was, I was a fan and that was, that was his last game. Yeah. That was a a very long time ago. So I think, um, I'm just like eager to see what's next from, from Ken Levine. Um, also realizing that he's a bit of a, he can be a bit of a polarizing figure, but you like him or you don't. yeah, so, um, but, you know, just creatively, I want to just see what else he, he's got.
0: Yeah, it's always good to hear, especially with uh, s- such well-known creators, it's, it's good to see what they're up to. And, you know, you're always uh, anticipating their stuff, um, even if they are a little bit controversial. You know, uh, all right. Next two, which I think we will also gloss, gloss over, uh, Metro
1: Awakening VR and Legendary,
0: VR. Yeah, and Legendary Tales VR. They, it looked, do you remember?
1: Do you remember when they announced PSVR two, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna get one. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't. Oh my god! Like they, but it's it's they, not, they just they just sunset this thing immediately.
0: I mean, I know. I think during this time, it was a good time because you had to take care of uh, um, Louis and, and Boba. So they drew you away from the stream when when they were showing it. They look good um it's just you know, like you said v r we're kinda we're kinda out of it. It's not really pulling for us um it's still not i i believe widely available where it's easy for everybody to get kind of thing um it It's a cost that you kinda have to analyze and see if you do wanna
1: uh spend that money and it's not the right time to me, it's a gran turismo only thing. Access- accessory like, yeah. if you're really into gran turismo you got to get it if but it, not, it looked good especially there's legend- other options i think for
0: legendary tales uh you remember when you first got the vr and i went over to your place like years ago and you showed us that demo of like walking around and then i had the sword and shield or whatever and it was yeah. very it was very it was fun but it was also very like dated with the graphics the legendary tales one it was like that, but really good. So, so I'll say that. They, they both look good. I'm pretty sure they're good experiences. We just don't have VR, so we will not talk about this anymore, and we will not try this. Unless anybody wants to send us a VR kit. If anyone wants to send us VR kits, we will talk about VR, and we will play VR games. There you go. <laughs>
1: you heard it here first.
0: Uh, then we have Dragon's Dogma. Uh, releasing March 22nd. Um, we won't talk too much about this one obviously because I think we talked about it enough with with the previews and stuff coming out um, We're just excited. We're excited to, to be playing this. Uh, we think it looks good um, and it'll be a great game for the month of March which Talking about March the next one also March 22nd. I did not realize it was going to be March 22nd. I was Yeah, like,
1: that's insane. I was man. like, what the fuck, man? Um, that's insane. I can't believe it.
0: And this one is Rice Aronin. Ronin. And uh, if you guys have been hearing me, you guys know I'm super excited about this one. It's a next Team Ninja game. It's got Ghosts of uh, Tsushima vibes. It's got uh, those Sekiro vibes. Super excited for it. And they announced the release date March 22nd as well. I was like, give me a week at least, man.
1: Let me catch my breath. But... Uh, this is gonna to be tough. Do you think this is gonna get the Horizon Zero Dawn treatment?
0: No, just because I feel just like,
1: like it's just being like too busy and it's this like new.
0: No, because I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn is just it's 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 a much higher quality than than anything that kind of um, Team Ninja has put out. That's a very like specific opinion, too. but it's it's different genre. But it's the budget of of of. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is so high that it, it, it boggles my mind that every time the new ones got released, something bigger and better just came out and it kind of got put to the wayside. I, I think Rise of Ronin doesn't have enough kind of publicity or, or whatever push um, where people are like... But it is, it is published by Sony, though. Yeah, but, you know, Sony will, will, make, will, will get their money no matter what. And then Capcom will get their money no matter what, so... I'm just upset because it's both in one day. I gotta, you know, put one out for a little bit.
1: Which one, you're going Dragon's Dogma first, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I need need to... I
0: knew it. I need to get to slay some dragons, jump on some ogres, do some magic and shit. Or I might just do what I'm doing now, which is buy two games that came out and one's gonna be really good and the other one people think it's mediocre, but it's also good for me. And I'm talking about uh, Infinite Wealth and Suicide Squad, which I will talk about later. But I have done it before. I have bought two games at the same time that I had no business buying at the same time. <laughs> two, two games at the same time. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Uh, it's 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 uh it's like a life lesson. <laughs> All right, but yeah, super excited for this. Um, obviously, the the trailer they showed. I think it 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 got me more excited because they showed off more. The game looks great. Um, the ability to fly uh, with this. Mechanism thing, or whatever old school mechanism thing, and, and the grappling hook, and then you can dive onto a horse, um, and the combat looks great, and uh, I think we said it on the live stream. Uh, it does look like it has a bit of the counter system that uh, Secure has, but it's not completely dependent on it, so I think um, you you will have a better time with it if you get it. Um, did it kind of move the line for you that you, you kind of wanted it? Um, I know we, we talked about before how team ninja it's like it's a hit or miss. Where we want to get the games?
1: Yeah, I think I think at this point, Team Ninja is definitely a wait and see. Like I thought, I thought the trailer looked good, um but I, I'm just I'm waiting for reviews. Like I feel like this could really go in either direction. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I, it'll go in my direction is the direction I'm thinking, which is fine for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I
1: know, like I'm confident you're gonna. You know, you're gonna love the game no matter what. I'm a little bit more on the fence, and again, just because I have there's so much other stuff that I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna struggle to work through. Like, there's just no way I'm I'm gonna be able to get that on on release. Yeah, and it's it's. I'm fine. I'm, I'm much more interested in Dragon's Dogma as well. So, if yeah. anything, you know, if I somehow have you know no backlog by the time Dragon's Dogma comes out, that would be my choice for for day one.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is, like, I I feel like we've established like usually i'll get a team ninja game and then you're like hey how is it should i get it And i'm like uh no not not this one's not for you maybe the next one
1: yeah, yeah. i'm trying to remember it was stranger paradise did i i think i got that first you got that you got that one first
0: i was gonna get it but and you it,
1: got it first and you were like oh surprisingly good yeah i don't know like why was it was the i can't remember if it was the demo or if it was just getting fairly positive feedback I, I can't remember but yeah was, I remember I remember like being like oh yeah you're, you're like you're gonna love this game
0: it was so. that the darkness was so thick you could taste it
1: yeah maybe yeah. it was the like awful dialogue, dialogue yeah. and
0: insane music that was a dialogue from the game by the way if you yeah, if yeah. you guys don't know that I just don't say things like that <laughs> all right um next thing until dawn remaster um, this one not much to say it's a remaster of a pretty good uh horror make-your-own-decision type game. Um, I think the internet was making fun of it because now, like, you can see the killer's eyes, I guess, because of better graphics. But um, the game was good when it got released. This one's getting released in 2024 for PC and PS5. So uh, if this is your cup of tea, you know, something for you. And then, all right, uh, the the last two announcements, which were pretty, pretty big announcements. Uh, Nick correctly predicted this, which... I'm ashamed because I wanted my prediction to come true and that was that Nick predicted that the the um the state of play was going to end with Death Stranding 2 and I was hoping that it would end with one of Sony's big uh, first party studios revealing something but this is kind of a Sony first party uh but basically Death Stranding 2 on the beach um release date 2025 at some point um looked amazing. Like obviously, any time any Kojima game uh, looks amazing. Um they always got the latest and greatest tech. Um a lot of weird shit going on. Favorite thing, neck hands, which I will uh attribute to you so you can you should copyright that that you called it neck hands before anybody else takes it. Um yeah, always always weird shit with Kojima, but I think that stood out the most to me and the little um, puppet thing. The puppet, yeah. The puppet thing. Oh, and also, uh, Troy Baker's character. You know what? There was a lot of shit that stood out in this fucking trailer that was like... not the
1: not the Mac, the baby, the baby Mac.
0: Yeah. Or... Oh, oh man, so so much. Yeah,
1: there's all sorts all sorts of weird stuff going on. Uh, so I I really enjoyed Death Stranding. I know that was also another game that was f- fairly polarizing uh i don't know what it is. like just for whatever reason all these games that are polarizing i seem to enjoy uh or at least all the ones that we've talked about in the show i feel like i've said that multiple times it's like the third or fourth time i've had to say that really enjoy *The stranding at the same time i have absolutely no clue what's going on with the story it's classic <laughs> kojima insanity so you know, I'm sure like you know, as as the trailer is going on, you're probably like, oh, look at all these things that maybe Nick under understands and it's like, no, like I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like I, my, I, I what's going on? I, you know, I know I know, I know all the character I know all the characters and, and, and everything, but uh yeah, it was a pretty pretty wacky trailer, but that's what I would expect. Uh one of the criticisms of the first game was kind of like the lack of the lack of combat or maybe just like how poorly implemented combat was what was about connecting Uh, the world not killing the world yeah and and i think like look if if you know not that every game needs combat but there was an attempt you know there were like weapons and sneaking and and taking people down and i think just the way it was implemented was maybe kind of a a weakness of, of the first game and Part of me wonders if he's trying to directly address that in, in this trailer with fairly immediately showing like this whole armory of we got you know, guns, st- <laughs> yeah. So, so you know that that could be that could be cool. Um, but you know, I thought I thought the trailer great. Really, I mean, I, I thought it looked awesome. But at the same time, I'm also like, they really like did an amazing job with the PS4 version. Oh yeah, yeah, like 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 Death Stranding, the original game, like looks unbelievable. I think I played it on PS4 Pro. I'm not sure, but it looked so. But like this looks better, but it kind of made me just be like, okay, it's like it's better, but it's like holy shit, they really did an unbelievable job with that first game. Um, and I think I think that's. That's probably it. So this is definitely going to be a day one. Uh, I thought maybe they would try to sneak this in for holiday this year, but it's twenty twenty five. So I'll have to be. But I would, wouldn't wouldn't be a little surprised patient. If
0: it's early twenty five.
1: It could be early, yeah. Uh, early twenty twenty five. Then I'll be able to get my walking, my walking simulations in. That's yep. it. I I and I, I think I think I think you. I think you need to give this game another shot.
0: I, I I will give it another shot. It's it's I I ended up getting the game of the year edition, director's cut, whatever it was. I enjoyed it. It got frustrating a bit, but I think it was just because like, I wasn't frust- in, the, in the mood at, uh, to get frustrated. So I was like, "Fuck this shit. I'm playing something
1: else." Yeah, uh, it is frustrating and slow at the at the beginning, but like once you get into it, it's very fun, and I think it's. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. So yeah,
0: no, I'm a just big advocate. For no, no, I I, take I, got for it. I got you. I got you. I believe you. I'm a big advocate of those. I know there's some games where like they don't click for you right away, and I've experienced that, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have, where they don't click for you right away, and you just got to give it some time, and then in the mood, you you got nothing to do on a weekend or
1: something, and then you pick it up, and you're like, oh shit, this is fun, I like it, or whatever. Yeah, that all. happened. That happened with me. That happens with me all the time. Uh, some of the biggest ones are. The Witcher three, and Grand Theft Auto five, where I got those games like either at launch or shortly after launch, and I played them for like a few hours, and I was like, oh yeah, like this is, I like this, but you know, life happens or or something happened, and then like years later, I picked it back up again and completed them. Yeah, you finally get to play it proper. It it yeah exactly. So I think that that should happen for you. Sometime by the end of 2024, you got to get, get through Death training so that you're ready for, ready for the next one.
0: Yeah. And that was the other thing that last year was like packed and I got it uh, at the beginning of the year. And oh, yeah, a, yeah. a big amount of good games started coming out. So I think I was like, you know what? I'll just play these other ones. Um, all right. So we're super excited about Death Stranding too, um, and all Kojima stuff. So the other thing was that he also announced that he has a new game. It's a new espionage game called Fissint that is in development um and it's gonna be looks like it's gonna be a, a playstation exclusive um didn't show anything um uh, but obviously it got everybody excited he's going back to the roots obviously uh working so long uh on metal gear solid um and to to be working with this especially with sony who who are trusted partners and and they've always kind of supported him and everything that he has done uh, because he is such a, a great creative mind super excited for this um I mean, there's not much to say. It's, it's Kojima. It's going to be an espionage game. He says it's going to be like a game and also has movie stuff, which I don't know what that means. But, you know, he's always make these big set pieces, uh, especially, you know, hours long cutscenes and stuff like that. So it's, it's going to be an experience. So whether it sucks or not, people are going to get it. And people are gonna enjoy it. So, uh, any thoughts on on him going back to to espionage games?
1: Love it. I love it. Especially, I also like that it's kind of like a big like the messaging of like basically just like giving the middle finger to Konami of like okay, well if you're gonna butcher my baby, I'll just make a new one. <laughs> and it's it, so so I like I like that part of it as well. And then same part is that he's gotten so. I mean, he
0: was popular before, but now he's gotten like worldwide popular. Where you know he has all these like A-list stars that he'll get into into uh, the yeah. game business. Like you know, George Miller is in the new uh, Death Stranding too. So like stuff like that, I, I'm excited to see where that goes. So
1: yeah, I think I think you're. I think that's kind of what they were saying is there's going to be more of an overlap between TV film projects and video game projects. Like it's all going to maybe share the same actors and know uh, who, who knows but i think there's definitely going to be a lot more connectivity with hollywood that he was trying to do with metal gear uh i'm sure a lot of people remember the infamous like david Hayter getting ousted as the voice of snake in favor of Kiefer sutherland just so you know kojima could scratch his hollywood itch he just didn't uh, have the power so, now he has the power yeah now he's got plenty of power and the backing of sony to you know, basically start from scratch, build it how he wants to have as much Hollywood talent and movie crossovers as is possible. um i wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's kind of like this whole transmedia you know thing where you know, kind of from the get go it's it's planned to have you know movies and games um, based off of this i p as opposed to game first and then down the road, figure out how to adapt it. So maybe that's also what they mean by it. I mean, it was kind of like a very vague statement, um, but
0: something like that. Well, super exciting stuff. And I'm pretty sure wherever Jeff Keeley was, he splooshed. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, they ended the showcase by just saying that there's going to be a final fantasy seven uh, rebirth state of play for tomorrow, February 6th, which um, I'll probably watch just cause I don't, care as much about it as Nick does. I I don't think you're gonna watch it because you don't you want to be unspoiled,
1: uh, for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. I think they might, like, maybe they have like a couple cool announcements, and then I think there's speculation that there's gonna be an announcement of a demo. Uh, I'm prop like maybe I'll play the demo if if yeah, something, if if something carries demo. over. You know my thing. Like I only play demos if something carries over. If if nothing carries over, and I've I've already pre-ordered the game. Like what? To me, it's like, what's the point? I might as well just wait. So, you already have my money. You already got my
0: money. Yeah. Um. All right. So that was it for the state of play. Really. Uh, A lot of enjoyable stuff on there, and um, we're going to give our thoughts on it. Um, I think it was good. Uh, I like the amount of stuff that they showed. Obviously, some of the stuff had already been uh, previously seen, um, but it's good that a lot of it does have solid dates for releases. Um, And I I thought it was well done. Obviously, um, we've been kind of clamoring for Sony to do something since we don't know what their slate is for 2024. So this is good. Way to start off the year with with you know enough games to show us. So we'll see. Um, a lot of big heavy hitters, I would say, missing those. Uh, besides Death Stranding, um, I don't think anything else was like oh like oh my god. Uh, pretty much wild me. I'm excited for a lot of <laughs> the <this> stuff. <laughs> I love that. There was nothing that was like oh my god. Yeah, I want that oh my god thing. I mean, I'm I like I said, I I liked everything that I saw. It just death stranding which was the biggest thing i think for me because i'm it was like
1: a nine minute trailer or something right yeah but like i thought that was surprising i'm saying for me because
0: i like the game but it doesn't you know get my tingles up uh (laughs) it it, it wasn't like i thought it was good it could have been
1: great uh what what do you think of the overall uh state of play well, I already I already kind of spoiled it. Like to me I all I was hoping for was Stellar Braid and Dust Raining too. So All right. So you went over. Oh they delivered God. so so I had yeah, but I would say that that's like pretty low expectations. I think I have been it's just been like with all of these games showcases, they like almost always are like very disappointing. Um just because everyone knows that all of these platforms have a ton of studios working on stuff that we don't know about, so I think everyone's just eager to learn more about all the all the shiny new objects, as opposed to learning more about games we already know about. Um, so I think maybe that's kind of what your where your disappointment is, where you you still had that hope for the, the one, one big thing, the one big thing, and then I was like, yeah, they're. That's what I wanted to, but I just knew that probably like wasn't going to happen.
0: You're like, man, um, it's January.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's like, I think there's a lot of stuff going on probably with, with Jim Ryan leaving the company. And there might be some some switching around things. So maybe they're waiting for that to like, you know, I think that'll be at least until like March or something like that. So maybe, hopefully they have all their ducks in a row you know, I don't know, maybe it's like summertime. I think they probably do another
0: in maybe between, like one, no, one more. Yeah. They probably April do something, something in between.
1: Like I don't know exactly, what, but, but like it has like, I know, I, I think I said this last year, but like this summer like has to be, there has to be like a number of meaningful announcements about like what's coming. Cause the, the like, it's pretty slim for, for this year. And then yeah. like, we really have nothing, for next year, than Death Stranding, and that's and pretty the, much
0: it. And the holidays, because I feel like uh, at least every holiday, Sony always has something big. Uh, God of War. Yeah. What's cool what's, what's, back, Spider-Man. what's this year's Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was man. It was good.
1: All right. I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I would say it was it was good. Like it, it you know. I, and there was there was other stuff. I know. I'm, I'm just kind of focusing on the two games that I cared most about, but. You know, there's some other good stuff in there. I think Judas, you know, just seeing more of that for, I think, I think the first time. Maybe yeah. there was, like, one other kind of, like, short but Not, as, to not this long, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's cool. All Maybe right. that's it. There you go. You got, a, <laughs> you
0: got the pressing button stamp of... Good. It was good. <laughs> All spelled, right. Spelled G-U-D. <laughs> um. All right, and we were just going to cover uh, the state of play because usually when when we have these presentations, they do kind of go on long and, and uh, we don't want to kind of Bogged the episode down but there was one other thing a uh, uh, big news this week that I did want to cover just because I felt like it was very very um, consequential for the gaming community and that's that there's been uh, a lot of rumors and we usually also we don't really like to address rumors because unless we get a lot of solid information or we read up a lot of solid information we don't like to speculate on it but um it's kind of been out there that uh xbox first party games are going to be releasing on other consoles mainly um on playstation um and i want to talk about this obviously because this is a big move we've talked about before how sony's kind of winning the the console war if 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 you would say um because they they are selling more and microsoft's kind of going the other way they want to do more subscription stuff that's why they're they have the big push for game pass and 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 such other things but uh these reports are saying you know starfield's coming over uh you're gonna have senua's uh sacrifice coming over gears of war coming over halo coming over we don't know exactly uh you know the the truthfulness of it and uh, exactly which ones but you know the the rumblings are there. Uh, there's leaks uh, for Hi-Fi Rush and uh, Sea of Thieves to start off. Um, but this is very big. I think it's something um, big for the gaming community. Obviously, when you have the, the major three uh, console makers, uh, Sony, Nintendo, and Xbox, um, and you have kind of interchanging franchises to, to play in the other ones, it's always good for the gamers. Um, and that's why it doesn't really happen too often because it's not good for the for the bottom line of 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 those companies um it'll be interesting to see i don't think something like gears of war or halo will make their way just because i think um those franchises are their money maker and obviously that will sell consoles they're not gonna kind of push that on on them just like sony wouldn't push like god of war or spider-man or something like that onto xbox or, or nintendo um so that's that's my take on that what about you what do you what do you think um do you think there's truth to these rumors um that this will happen and
1: uh what do you think the bottom line is uh, at the yeah. end of this i think i think there's i think there's truth to it uh, you know they own minecraft they now own call of duty uh those are two absolutely enormous games and make a ton of money because they're multi platform so that might be something that they've they've learned, where it's like, holy shit! If we care about making the most amount of money, <laughs> uh, going multi platform can can make a lot of sense. Uh, that of course assumes that you can make really good games uh, that scale and can can you know keep a very large active audience. So to me, that's like the big bet. It's it's like, what's what's Xbox good at? Is it good at being a platform or is it good at making games um we're still trying histor- to figure that one out <laughs> his- yeah his- <laughs> his- historically it was kind of like two sides of the same coin where it's like you kind of needed you needed both um and you could build a business off of that but i think because there's been so much so many you know third-party studios just making so much money and being so successful going multi-platform um and just because microsoft it's like seemingly i like can't get out of the place they're in with with their platform and you know being i think in a fairly distant third place um so i, I could see that strategically being a good a good, a good option for them, but again, it's like you gotta be you gotta make really good games, and I haven't really seen that uh haven't seen that at all um do so. you?
0: Do you think, um, like I do, that it's it's mostly just gonna be stuff that would have been multi platform anyways? Because you did mention like Call of Duty and Minecraft and all that stuff, and those weren't originally um developed by Microsoft. Those were you know Activision Blizzard and Ma- Mahjong or whatever, um, and they bought those studios. Mo Yang. Oh, there you go. I, I'm thinking about Mahjong, the Chinese game, uh, or Japanese Mahjong. Game. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I I think it's because those were already kinda gonna be multi-platform anyways. Starfield's a big one that's coming up. Obviously that, there was, even before it got released and before Microsoft, but does uh, that like, that was kinda also gonna be on PlayStation. Um, do you think like I do that it's just gonna be those and it's not gonna be the Halos and the Gears of War and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, th- those are all kinda tricky, right? Because I think there was a PS5 version plan for starfield and then they scrapped it and then i think it i'm assuming it didn't do well from like a sales perspective because people just either got it through game pass or didn't care about it because it didn't like review too well um so they might be in a position where they're actually looking to like how do we recoup our development cost by porting other versions like that probably is what drove that decision versus them just, like, being all in on everything being multi-platform. Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's like I don't, I don't know. It's, got them. It's, it's, got them with yeah, a good question. Got them, yeah. Because they don't, I don't think they have a great track record with live service games. It's really Sea of Thieves. I think halo was a complete failure oh well it's turning around i mean maybe i don't know no well, on no, the internet no. side it's, it's turning around no no it's not uh so like th- like those are the games you know that i think translate or can translate into like being huge successes it's like these live service games there's recurring engagement and people are always buying shit and always playing it and and games that require a large audience like you kind of like have to make those be multi-platform and that's why you know call of duty is that's like that's why they do that um and i think you know there was always all the speculation around when microsoft acquired activision were they going to make call of duty exclusive to xbox and it's just like i don't even i'm not close to the numbers but nobody on planet earth would be like oh yeah let's walk away from all of this money all this sony money. with with a bet yeah. and, and, and pc you know it's, it's it's everything like let's let's walk away from all this money uh to try to make it exclusive to xbox and maybe it like converts people to our platform which i believe it would it wouldn't um or there would be like a fairly low conversion rate so so then it's like they they don't have a great track record with those types of games and then like they've had like they really just don't have a good track record with any genre of game like i think like sony's model is they've their bread and butter has been like single player games like the blockbuster titles that's what draws people into their ecosystem um i could see like microsoft like throwing on the towel on those and like increasingly and increasingly shifting towards like they want more call of duties and you know the new president of blizzard is the former gm of call of duty like i just kind of see that being what they're shooting for um this is in
0: my this is very much like saying you're losing but without
1: saying you're losing yeah yeah I mean, Sega had to do the same thing, right? Mm. Sega did the exact same thing. Yeah. They were like, hey, we're just third party now. Well,
0: you know, Sega didn't have uh, doesn't have Microsoft money, so that's, that's they didn't, a good they thing. They didn't have the
1: the Microsoft bucks? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I could see there being a... It's not exactly the same, but I could see Microsoft going the way of Sega uh, just because that makes sense at a minimum based on the games that they've acquired, (laughs) but uh, maybe, you know, over time, they just increasingly shift more of their development resources to those types of games. Um, I also think with like the crown jewel of Microsoft is is Azure. It's it's cloud. So I know there's been some kind of false starts with cloud gaming and Subscription models and all that stuff, but I do think, like in the long term, that could still be like a big, a big thing. Um, and if that's the case, then games that require large user bases will benefit from having like a direct connect into Azure. Mm. I like so. those
0: takes. You know what? Somebody uh, quote those takes, and then in the future, when this comes to pass, it's will be like was oh, so on pressing buttons because. I wasn't expecting all those hot takes, but those were some good hot takes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had to, I had to think, think about it for a second. So. All right. Don't say it like that. Cause now it just seems like you don't think about anything. When I that's ask you questions, generally true. Yeah. Uh, no, that's generally <laughs> true. <yeah. laughs> you bastard. Uh, <laughs> no, but that, that's good. Like I said, it was something that did come up. And I think because it, it does signal like a big shift, um, that, could have repercussions for for these companies. I I think it was something definitely uh, that we needed to address. So uh, only the future will tell, and uh, we'll keep you guys updated uh, whatever news comes forward. Um, But yeah, all right. Uh, Let us move on to some closing thoughts. Um, I'll start off. Uh, This week I've been watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Surprisingly very good. It was kind of on my radar um, because I liked the movie when it came out, but it wasn't like necessarily... um, you know like a one of my favorite movies it was just uh something that was really enjoyable um but this new series um it stars uh donald glover who you guys know as childish gambino and then also uh maya erskine uh which is another great act actress she she's been in a lot of stuff she does the voice for blue white samurai um, but it's really enjoyable um it's got uh spy stuff but also kind of relationship stuff and it's funny um it's surprisingly funny you, um it mixed in with all the action you you it, it's surprisingly funny with like the jokes coming and all that stuff i would recommend it if you're looking for a new show to watch um i'm halfway through it um and also like uh at each episode they have some good guest stars i think um you know obviously uh the star power is really high on this um but yeah new show new year some uh looking for something to watch i would recommend watching that and then uh, i i had been watching uh uh, rewatching Curve Your Enthusiasm just because the new season's coming up. The new last season uh, was coming up. So that's always been fun. I'm a big fan of Seinfeld and uh, the creator Larry David. Um, and I'm a big fan of the show because it's funny and dumb. So yeah, I've been watching that. And then as far as gaming, um, play a little bit of Infinite Wealth. I'm still not on the track of super playing it, which I, you know, it's, it's just a matter of time before I hit that stride and, and just really go in on it. Um, And the reason is because I ended up buying Suicide Squad, which Nick was like, you're an idiot if you buy the $100 version. And guess what I did? I bought the $100 version because I'm an idiot. (laughs) You're muted. You did
1: buy the $100 version? Yeah, I told you
0: I bought the $100 version.
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, I I thought you... I was going to put it off, but I was like,
0: I want to play it. And I want these costumes and then I No wonder them. you
1: like no wonder you like the game because you spent so much fucking money on no, it. You've I convinced don't, yourself that I, you
0: I don't like games because I spend a lot of money on them. I spend a lot of money on games because I like them. Bam! Put it on a t shirt. But um it, I also get like the the first season pass and and shit so i got i got a lot of shit i don't mind spending money if i get some shit and i think it's good shit but the i said shit a lot um the game i i'm enjoying it i mean not a lot of my friends are playing it which is a disappointment to me because i wish i could play it with more of my friends and i know we had a good time um playing uh the alpha and i you know i'm not gonna tell my friends like oh yeah you should buy this game it's it's a big commitment it's a 70 dollars game um but i'm enjoying the game i'm enjoying the combat i'm enjoying the story i'm enjoying the game looks amazing i did you know obviously with uh the the batman arkham series they did such a great job with the graphics and everything like that and the story is amazing i i like the game i know it's gotten a lot of bad rap um it had its hiccups uh there was a glitch where like uh for the people who did purchase it early this didn't happen to me because i purchased it like a day after because i couldn't play it that day um but the people who play who purchased it early the game was auto-completing uh which kind of sucked so they, they offered some money to them um and and all that stuff the end game i think it's still something working on and and from um playing live service games i know this is it's one of the toughest things in a live service game it's like all right we, beat the story or whatever or we beat um the campaign what can we do now and i think that that's a little bit lacking from what i've been reading i haven't gotten there myself because um, i haven't been playing it too much um to get there i think and i haven't leveled up enough but it's a good game to me it's a good game um i'm enjoying it um hopefully enough people pick it up and I could play with more people or it goes on a bargain bin, which is I think kind of what everybody's hoping for. that it goes on, on a little bit of a bargain bin uh, sale and more people pick it up. But, you know, fuck the haters. I like Suicide Squad. I'm okay with it, Rocksteady. Also Rocksteady, you know, you could, if you want to give me some stuff because I like the game, I will give you coverage for the game. Forget IGN, Hugo from Pressing
1: Buttons. Give no, coverage. they don't. They don't want anyone to cover the game.
0: Well, because they think it, they think that people think it's bad. I don't think it's bad, so I will give positive coverage. I like the game, <laughs> okay. and I will say that not because you're going to give me free stuff, but because I like the game. <laughs> I I choose business ethics. <laughs> <laughs> Pressing buttons is not about business ethics. Uh, okay, okay. We're, we do our own thing over here. Uh, okay. but that's it That's it for me T-
1: tell me your closing thoughts they, it's called quid pro quo
0: <laughs> not for me
1: <laughs> yeah okay um, what have I been doing do you know yeah infinite wealth and grand blue oh uh, that's right Oof. can you go on can you just do my closing thoughts for me apparently I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no I'm kidding, I'm kidding I just um, judge yeah. your memory a little bit yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah may, mainly infinite wealth I don't know if I have too much too much more to add other than I'm just I'm enjoying the game uh, even more. Uh, I haven't played it as much as I'd like. Uh, it's an absolutely huge huge game. So I haven't seen any you know there's like those like clickbait articles around like ah oh, it takes this is how long it takes to beat so like I haven't come across any of those yet, but it feels like. It could take me much longer than the first one if I if I want it to. Eighty hours. Eighty hours? Well, that's I'm, what you that's what you heard or you're guessing? No, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm okay. I think it's gonna be like eighty hours. Because I think I think the the sujimon and the island, I mean, like I think you could you can go real deep into those things uh, if you want to. So I think that could that could that could juice up the runtime for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I, I don't want to say too much because presumably we'll have we will a review a episode review for this and, one. and get, kind of go deeper into it, but I'll just say I, I continue to enjoy the game. Definitely game of the year, game of the year contender for me. I trust that. I trust that opinion. And then Granblue Fantasy Relink also came out, uh, came out last week, uh, on, thursday slash friday depending on where, where you live on planet earth i played it for maybe 45 minutes <laughs> so real brief i just wanted to get like a taste uh a taste of the game it's getting like pretty good pretty good reviews i think for that genre and then high player count too on Steam. yeah i think it's doing very well on steam it's got like the highest player you know concurrent player count uh for Japanese role playing games. However they define that, I, you know, who knows, but um so that's cool. So yeah, I played it for a little bit. Uh I think I'm gonna really like this game. Uh again, I'm trying to focus on infinite wealth, but really enjoyed my brief play time. The game looks great. It has a bunch of different elements of games that I like where it's kind of like skies of Arcadia type vibe and it's got more of like an action-based combat system, that kind of reminds me of like like the Tales of Arise, but an even more like action combat version of that. Um. And what I didn't know was how much like Monster Hunter DNA there is in this game, which I think is something that's that's interesting. So, um. So i we're not Monster a- Hunter. Yeah, yeah, like we're we're both big monster hunter fans. Uh I I think I've only probably killed like a, f- a few monsters, one of them being or two two of them being like big big guys, but I think uh I could see that being being like a fun game mechanic as well and there's online co-op and and match, matchmaking and all that fun stuff. So I haven't gotten into that yet, but um so I think I think this is a good case of Lots of different ingredients from games that I like that are coming together in a nice, nice package. So,
0: yeah, this one threw a bit of a wrench in your system because you were just thinking of coasting with uh, Infinite Wealth until Final, yeah. Final
1: Fantasy VII, and now, yeah, now like, it, it's it's causing me to like maybe rush rush through Infinite Wealth a little bit more than I otherwise, would, uh, just so I can, you know, get to that. In anticipation of Rebirth. Oof. It's, a,
0: it's, it's been a good month. Well, a month uh, into, into two months of, uh, of the beginning of the year for games. You know, w- that was our big thing. Uh, if, it, if it was going to live up to how great last year was. Um, but it looks like uh, we're doing good. Any TV or movies or anything? No? no? All right. All right, there you go. That's it. He said, no, no. I, ain't got no, I ain't got no time for that. No, 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 no time for that. Uh, all right, that was it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget to go to our uh, website, pressingbuns.gg. Uh, you can find our link to our Discord, where we are always on there, even though we're mostly on you know, private or incognito but we are on there and we're always interacting with people because we love interacting with everybody um but yeah um and also our youtube uh and spotify and all that stuff uh we thank you guys for your support and then everybody who is on the live stream which i don't know who it says two views over here i don't know who's on twitch because the obs is being weird and i can't tell but uh we appreciate it this uh live streaming endeavor has been going on pretty good and i feel like it, it gives us a little spice of like let's not fuck up the live stream so too yeah. much too much yeah not uh, too much a little <laughs> bit a little bit's okay yeah all right um thank you everybody and then uh we're gonna end the episode here uh i'm hugo bye i'm nick later thanks for joining us on the pressing buttons podcast the show is produced and edited by nick and myself our awesome music is composed by leila and our show is done by d-pass design don't forget to give us a rating and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts